0: We're far from good, not good from far 90 miles per hour down Compton Boulevard With the top down screaming, we don't give a fuck Drink my 40 ounce of freedom while I roll my blunt Cause the kids just ain't alright This is the Conscious Experience Oh shit, nigga! Something about to happen Nigga, this shit, nigga, this sound like 30 keys under the Compton Court building Hope the dogs don't sm- Oh yeah. And we're back. I was just talking to uh lab of like anxiety i had this whole week usually when we do these podcasts we do it every week uh but because we didn't do it last week we had like we already had like one pre-recorded and so we released it last week but we didn't actually do one last week and so i don't think too many times we've ever done a podcast uh in like a two-week span you know so it's just like anxiety was building up man This is this is part of my life just like jujitsu is part of my life just like real estate and so when i don't do this as often it's sad and i get anxiety and i love you guys so uh shout out to you guys uh this is the conscious experience i am the humble host therese as always i got my right hand man in the cut what's good he lap
1: yo back like we never left hey
0: Probably never skipped the beat for sure oh, for man. sure and um, at this point man, you're not even a uh, guest. you're like the uh, co-host co-host <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We I'm have the, right We have the uh, financial guru the guy who's in charge of uh, you know the blog writing all the uh, wonderful written uh, journal inserts um, on the uh, on the uh, damn I'm going blank what's the fucking blog called? The daily currency. <laughs> daily currency.
2: <laughs> That's
0: edit, That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, let me get it right. <clears throat> the daily currency. Uh, Regus, what's up, my man?
2: Yo, what's good, man?
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, a lot of things have happened uh, since we've last been on. Of course, uh, you guys know the task force is on. We're ready to break down a lot of shit. We're going to go into like censorship, propaganda, banking cashless society and operation lockstep you know etc cetera, etc cetera. so we're going to go through a lot of interesting things and um who best than to have the uh you know the task force on the uh task uh but before i get to that we had a uh, presidential election and um apparently uh joe biden isn't the president but he is <laughs> there's some uh, there, there's some confusion there um me personally, how I feel about the election. I didn't like either candidate. and for me, it's I'm tired of like hearing that the people, the only power we have is voting. There's so many other things that we can do, like be a part of community, aiding towards the community, you know, creating real estate for the community. So many different things that we can do as a people. Our, and we have to remember our only power isn't through voting. And for me, Uh, personally, I just, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable voting for either candidate. So um, I have continued on the path of uh, committing and educate myself through real estate. And uh, so I can, you know, uh, uplift the black community uh, by supplying uh, cheaper housing. And that's where, that's where my uh, GIF comes in for humanity for America, you know, uplifting the black community through uh, real estate adventures. So for me, man, I didn't I didn't like anyone. I mean, you have a for me, I, I see Trump as someone who doesn't really think when he talks. He's a smart business guy. And I, I think he's a very calculated man. I think he's an, an alpha type, aggressive guy. But he's definitely said some things that conflicted with my morals and ethics Um, And and so I I just couldn't see myself voting for him. And then Biden, you know, being in a circle with, you know, this whole pedophile ring and and, and what's going on with the Hillary Clinton campaign, I didn't feel comfortable, of course, voting for him. So it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to continue doing my own thing. But I'm going to get you young guys' uh, opinions on it Um, Laugh. I know uh, you have some uh, some deep thoughts. You actually broke it to me that Biden isn't the actual president. So, go into detail on, on w- w- <laughs> what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, to break it down, you just it's uh. Hold well, on. Let me let me get my let me get ready. <laughs> so let me break it down It's technically, you know, all the news sources, the news doesn't elect the president. Um, if you look at how they're mentioning it, they're saying the projected president projected, they keep clarifying and using that, that phrase projected president. And the reason why is, you know, uh, you know, the electoral college meets in December to basically get the president elect, you know, they count up the electoral votes. And right now, you know, we have the, uh, the controversy of just figuring out, you know, if, if anything was rigged between mail and ballots, this and that. Um, and then, you know, the inaugural, the official inauguration is in January. Um, but, you know, the fact that they keep saying projected shows that it's not over, you know. Um, and so moving forward, you know, it's technically not over And it can make it seem like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, Trump just isn't conceding this and that. But legally, by the Constitution, Trump is still the president um, and there technically isn't a winner yet until the Electoral College um, decides. So it's pretty maybe reckless and irresponsible for the media to um, mislead the people into thinking that. You know it's it's fine and finished and it's over when it's really not i mean just the fact that they pretty much gave everybody you know the 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 answer on a saturday um you know it's kind of like what when did we ever find out on a saturday and um yeah i mean let's see what else can i what else can i say about that um and it's not even you know it's just Obviously, I know everybody wants him out, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but everything that's being done to get him out, it's only okay because it's Trump. But if this, you know, if this were to continue outside of Trump, there's a problem. And what I feel like is happening is more so of a power grab. Right? Because the way that the fact checkers are happening, the way that all these, these things are kind of uh writing a narrative um it's okay when it's trump but then when it's the average person um you know then people will complain it's like um kind of like with alex jones right it was okay for alex jones to get deleted off the internet but what people don't realize is that when it can happen to somebody it can happen to you as well and that opens the door so they can do all this stuff to censor and verify fact check all this type of stuff to the president of the United States. Who are we? Mm. <clears throat> in, in the
0: in the backtrack off that, I, either way, not everyone is going to be happy. You know, and and that's and that's what's mind boggling me to me because, like, if there was this elitist group that existed i'm not saying they do or not but if they did exist and they were trying to control the people this is actually perfect because this is like the ultimate divide and conquer type of scheme and um right now i, I think th- it this time really shows how divided we are as a nation and how cohesive we are as as a people um to where uh you know we're we're at the point of violent Riots breaking out, you know, uh, and and it's like we we're at we're at like the deep end right now. We really are, yeah.
1: And and I guess to add that, like in my in my true opinion, I have like two tweets that kind of illustrate, you know, what I feel like is happening. I'll just further expand on it. So you know, no matter how much Trump may waffle, Twitter and the so-called fact checkers immediately discrediting and censoring posts disguised as, you know, public protection shows just how much big tech controls the public narrative, opinions and the world. They are enforcing opinions before you can even make one. Mm. You know, and then, you know, a quote by the famous Edward Bernays is propaganda is the executive arm of the invisible government. And what I mean and from that what I'm saying is so basically, you know, you vilified Trump, you've vilified people that may support him or that may just vote for him for his policies. And it's become more so of a virtuous thing, like, oh, you know, we're good because we vote for Biden, we're righteous, right? And if you don't vote for Biden, you're unjust and a racist, right? And from the perspective of the people, that is very divisive. Right? Because now it's more so of, we know that, you know, the lesser of two evils type of deal going on, but it's more so of a power grab because for four years to prepare for this election, all the Democratic Party had to do was pick a candidate that represented the people and was more likable than Trump, which seemed so easy to do because for four years, The media has been bashing him, making him seem like a terrible person. And really just, he's also helped in that effort as well. But somehow we ended up with lesser of two evils again. Again. And again, again. again. And to where black people are the Democratic Party scapegoat once again. Yep. Right? If, if, if. Biden wins is for our, fault, you know, it's because of blacks. If he lost, it would be because of blacks. But at the end of the day, looking at it, it's like the whole structure of America, right? It seems that to gain control, right? Trump played this card, right? Trump played the card of all we have, all I have to do is gain the trust of poor whites the democratic party is all i have to do is gain the trust of minorities and what that does is you can easily turn people against each other in that aspect why because you know the whole right now it's a witch hunt about racism right people are is being shown on tv karens this and that police shootings um, you know, and Black Lives Matter and it's being used disingenuously. And what I mean by that is we can name, you know, Breonna Taylor, we can name George Floyd, but we can't name the 50-plus shootings that happened in our city last weekend. Or at least, you know, Black Lives Matter can. And, you know, you look at it from a standpoint of poor whites don't have any effect on minorities at all, right? And from the poor whites' perspective, the minorities don't have any effect on the outcome of the life of the poor whites. It's the people that make the 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 laws and that make them the rules that really affect both of our lives. But by turning us right versus left and against each other, you know, it's like a divide and conquer term. So looking back, the Democratic Party created the KKK. It was not poor whites that created the KKK to kill Black people. It was the intellectual elite that created the KKK to maybe recruit poor whites or angry whites to kill Blacks. But it was set up by the elites we look at ISIS, right? There's documentation showing that, hey, they were, you know, where where are these guys getting their training from? Where are these guys getting their weapons from? You know, they weren't just organic. They were funded and created to destabilize uh, the Middle East. But we only find these things out after the fact, right? So when we look at Black Lives Matters today, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like, it's not funded by your it was very, it wasn't created round up. It was created top down based off the funding, the publicity, all these, you know, movements, us being black, not even, you know, the way that they were texting us to vote. <laughs> I, we would, I feel like we should have been getting those texts to march or protest or loot or whatever, you know what I mean? And then the bricks uh, being laid out, just all this stuff is very disingenuous. So it appears that this movement was created, you know, maybe to recruit Blacks to get involved. You, question?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to kind of break in because you're going, you're going in a really good direction. I just want to kind of like slow it down a little bit. So like as far as like who who supports the Black lives, like is a is a Black person funding that? Like who's behind Black Lives Matter?
1: Well, it's like, hey, well, as far as funding, it's, it's private interests, right? So you have, you know, people like George Soros. you have, you know, the Democratic Party, uh, you maybe even have China, anybody that has interest in um, America, per se, right? Like anybody that wants to have a say in control, Um and so there's documentation of, you know, where did all these don where did all these those millions of dollars go that we've raised, you know what I mean, for that whole episode, right? Nobody knows. But, but you know, you look at Biden's campaign, he raised over a billion dollars. Nobody even shows up to his campaign, you know, rallies or anything like that. So it's like, where did all this money go towards? And so when you kind of try to audit these things, it's like, hmm, that's very questionable. And, you know, since it's called Black Lives Matter, us being black, we're technically the scapegoats either way it goes. Because either you have to support it technically because you're black and if you don't, you're a coon. Or, (laughs) like, um, you just seem like you're out of touch. Like, why aren't you supporting this? Well, as whites as well, because it's like, if you don't support Black Lives Matters, your artists all, all of a sudden racist, racist, right? And so it kind of puts them in an awkward position to where you almost just have to go with the status quo, and it's basically a movement without a leader.
0: So uh, just to go, just to go back, I definitely hear what you're saying, but to be fair, um, I know the media plays a huge part in in always talking down on Trump, but. <laughs> Trump is egotistical and he has said some off the cusp thing that, you know, has really been offensive. So like when I feel like people are very emotional about this and when you're emotional about something, um, it's hard to be rational. It really is. It really is. Anything that Trump says, you just like, I want to fucking kill this guy. You know what I'm saying? and and you and you you want to be part of that destruction um we have to we have to draw a line though of where our rights start and end and whenever you begin to this is going to go into the next topic but censorship whenever you begin to censor people and say this person can't talk and that person can't talk you know, it gets real dangerous because that's infringing on our personal rights. And because it's on like a uh, a, a virtual platform or like on a social media platform, our amendments don't apply. But like our life is becoming virtual. Our life is becoming, you know, a, 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 the Internet is a big part of our lives. And so it's right. it's almost like a, a catch 22 where yes, this person has done the, these things and said these things, but then also if they're able to mute the president because what he says doesn't go with status quo, then goddamn, they're probably going to be able to mute everybody. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and censor everybody. And I'm in, and, and Therese is not, I, I'm i not going for Trump. Like I said, I didn't vote for either or a candidate because I, I don't agree with them on a moral and ethical issue. That's, it's, that's what it is for me. You understand? That's why I'm changing myself on an individual level and going out and changing the world in the way I, I want to, you know? And But it's just like, there's a problem here. You can't just censor people. Like, Alex Jones, he just got censored because he was saying things that wasn't going against the status quo. And that's all I wanted to bring a point to.
1: Right. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. And, you know... Just because, uh, you know, just because something may have some good in it doesn't mean it's all good. Just because something has bad in it doesn't mean it's bad. We all have uh, the ability to use discernment and we all have our own free minds to, to understand if something's bullshit or not. But what we've been pretty much conditioned to think is don't trust your neighbor, right? Trust us. The people on the TV, right, will help you out. We'll we'll keep you safe. We'll keep you informed. Don't, you know, your neighbor might be racist. You know, don't, they might be a serial killer. They might shoot up a school, this and that. Don't trust your fellow neighbor. Trust the big talking heads on the screen. Mm-hmm. And um, that's almost what it's, you know, kind of come down to is like, you know, don't worry. We'll fact check them for you right when it's like we all have the ability to use google and you know figure out the information ourselves Uh, they're almost selling it as like you know we're help we're doing it's almost like somebody that stole something from you and helps you and is helping you look for it right it's like very disingenuous yeah um and i mean you know from uh from that point as well um you know All of a sudden, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are heroes for minorities when for 40 years plus, they've been fucking us over. And, you know, Kamala Harris didn't even really, you know, promote even being black, reclaim being black until she was promoted, you know, running for vice president. Which kind of says a lot as well. Secondly, we never addressed, You know her prison reform. Why she was locking so many black people up um, for minor charges of minor possession of marijuana. Um, You know even uh, you know Joe Biden with the crime bill and you know Joe Biden gave the eulogy at a Klansman right Robert Byrd's funeral. Robert Byrd Biden is the only presidential candidate with direct ties to the KKK Mm. and. He gave the eulogy and basically said that he was a mentor to me. Hmm. Which is like, alright guys, like, technically we can say that, you know, Trump, you know, maybe, you know, he probably does support them, I guess, but he just didn't refute them. But this guy literally was at, the guy's giving a eulogy at a known Klansman's, you know, like the head clansman, Even Hillary Clinton, they, they had ties to this. And so, you know, That type of thing to all of a sudden, you know, old people don't change. This guy's 70, right? You can't, he didn't just fucking wake up and change his mind, (laughs) you know, just (laughs) because he's running for president, you know? So it's like, um, but, you know, what we're doing now, and we'll talk, you know, with the media again, is that they're pushing personality, you know, you can easily rebrand somebody by a certain type of publicity and it's interesting enough that you know they always have to put Biden with the black person mm-hmm. and you know one thing as well is that when the whole like it's very weird like a Trump support like even on the radio right you go to a country station you go to a predominantly white station they're not pushing you to vote for Trump right they're not really even talking about politics at all But if you go to a rap station, anything like that, they're saying vote. And they're saying vote Democratic down the line. Right. And, you know, they're getting paid to do it as well. And, you know, when they say vote or die, this or that, they're not saying have an opinion. They're saying vote for vote Democratic. Right. Like they're not they're not saying vote Republican or vote for whoever. They're literally just saying or they literally mean vote Democratic. And that's very, just like, we're getting very, uh, very, uh, I guess, uh, I would, I would say problematic, problematic, but it's also, no, um, programmatic. I would say programmatic. Yeah. Programmatic for sure.
2: Like, like, <clears throat> like I've never witnessed so many celebrities slash celebrity athletes, pushing to vote, so many commercials pushing to vote, right? Like, Mm. I think people have lost their sense of logic and reason, which dates back to the Greek times of just sitting back and thinking to themselves, okay, what's going to change if I vote for this person, right? Like, all of a sudden we're going to wake up one day and and all the world's problems are going to be solved within four to eight years versus a 200 year history. Of this nation it doesn't work like that and just like what lap mentioned you know you can't change an old person's mind right so if this guy's been doing the same thing for 40 years about like biden um you know all of a sudden what he's gonna be like you know what hey man forget what i said about you know it doesn't matter where you go to a 711 you're gonna hear a slight indian accent because he said that on live tv when he spoke at robert bird's funeral who was a cyclops in the clan community right he was a mentor and a friend. Also, we're just going to forget about that, and we're going to assume that Biden is going to just make America, you know,
1: great again. But the other thing is, is that you know, oh, wait, going before back you, to before you start. my bad, before you start, He also told Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club, "If you're oh, not, yeah. don't vote for me. You're not black." Yeah, it's like, and
2: people see. People forget that. And this was actually uh, on Twitter, um, this 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 light skinned chick. She was like, you know, uh, of what we were talking about right now of how, like, you know, they're projecting, you know, Biden to be the winner. People are on the streets of New York celebrating and stuff. But, you know, it hasn't been actually official yet. So what do you think is going to happen when, you know, Trump takes this to court and, you know, let's say he does win. You're gonna have what we've been seeing: mass rioting. We're gonna have rage. We're gonna have you know outcry, and, and we're back to square one. All right, so it's so like, so like- so
0: so we gotta explain that because you know I didn't even know that, and that kind of went over my head. The whole situation that okay, Biden is not the official elected president, and how Trump can, you know, file a claim in court and get it overturned. Like because most people right now think that Biden is the president,
2: right? So I'll break that part down. So <clears throat> I, I would highly recommend watching the movie called Vice. Um, it's it's a it's a fantastic movie. It talks about Dick Cheney and what he did during you know about three, to, I think about four to five presidents, um, and how. You know, with Halliburton and the Iraq War and all this, right? But if you remember, right, um, a lot of you guys who are listening, you may not remember, but in 2000, where Al Gore ran against, you know, George W. Bush and Florida was, you know, here we are, you know, having to do a recount, right? Well, you know, I'll give away this part of the movie Vice. So, you know, Al Gore was like, well, I want to do a recount, right? On, on Florida because, you know, if you know Florida was in Bush's favor, Bush would become the president, and uh, and then you know vice versa, Dal Gore. So you know Dick Cheney essentially talked to his cons- the conservative bench, and the late you know uh, Justice Scalia um, was on the bench, so the taking to the courts was blocked. So that's why you know Bush won Florida and became president. So the situation that's happening now is. You know, Trump, you know, put Amy Comer Barrett in the court for a reason, right? For this, because he knew it was going to happen. So what a president can do is, you know, if if he thinks there's some type of, you know, fraud or or voter fraud or election, right? He can attest in the courts and say, hey, this is unconstitutional. uh, And then have a recount, which we're seeing right now in the state of Georgia. So that's Trump's move right now is to recount all the votes and really the four key cities four key states right georgia uh, north carolina pennsylvania um, arizona i think as well uh, because he thinks he won the election right and if you look at it look at if you look at his rallies compared to biden's just looking from a logical perspective right trump is having fifty thousand people at his rallies he's doing what like 11 rallies in three days while Biden, you know, nothing wrong with what he's doing, right? You know, being safe and socially distancing, that's fine. But, you know, it's just night and day. And you mean to tell me that, you know, after Biden literally said on TV, hey, you're going to lose your job if you're in the oil and gas industry because we're going to transition away from it. You mean to tell me he won Pennsylvania? I don't think so. So that's the current situation right now, what's, what's happening. And so Lily, as soon as, Biden was uh elected you know projected to be president twitter started you know fact checking trump's tweets so like anytime if you look on the president's page you see twitter saying like hey this may not be you know truthful this may be misrepresentation so you're already seeing the censorship that's happening right now and the guy's not even out of office yet
1: right and then i want to go to a tweet uh so November 3rd, 2020, uh, the New York Times tweeted uh, correction. We deleted an earlier tweet that referred um, imprecisely to the role of the news media in the U.S. President this, uh, presidential election. The news media projects winners and reports results. It is not declared the winner of the election. So I'll you know read that again. We deleted an earlier tweet that referred imprecisely to the role of the news media in the presidential election the news media projects winners and reports results it does not declare the winner of the election
0: i'm sorry kind of went off uh the last part you said what was the last part (laughs)
1: The news media projects winners and reports results. It does not declare the winner of the election.
0: Okay, has there ever been this much controversy in 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 a presidential election? Because this this seems like crazy.
2: No, it's 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 even it's worse than Watergate. Um, it, honestly, this 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 nowhere. Come, this nowhere near comes close to Watergate or or Bush Corps. It's just because of the constant programming that the media is portraying on the American people saying, This is going to be your leader. I mean, like they're already saying, Hey, he's picking his chief of staff, he's picking this, he's picking that they are programming people to say, to think, Hey, this is going to be your leader. There's nothing you can do about it. So you might as well submit and accept it. Um, that's what's
1: happening right now.
2: But as you know, America is, you know, resilient America, you know, uh, is, you know, they're, 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 it's not gonna, it's not gonna, we're not going to essentially go down easy. I would put it lightly. So, you know, The president, current president, is going to do his thing. He's going to fight the courts, and, you know, it is what it is. Um, But I think everything should be, you know, self-evident, tried and true, and it should be fair, a fair due process. And if he comes out on top, which I'm thinking he will, um, you're going to see, you know, again, riots and, you know, stores boarding up their businesses. And you're going to see a, a division, which you're playing into the elites role, right? The elites want you to be divisive. You know, they want you to hate that person over the other fence, you know,
1: because it's all part of the plan. Okay. Yeah, I mean, think about it, right? Oh, my bad. I was, you know, think about it. Biden won and there was no riots. And that only meant that, hey, they were expecting Trump supporters to, to riot or something, right? And then, you know, you look at it as well. The main key right now is to pay attention to the countries that are congratulating Biden, China, Israel, and other you know uh, we'll say suspect uh, countries <laughs> to the interest of uh,
0: lots of America controversy and
1: the people's best interest.
0: So lap, so lap. I'm I'm looking on Google and I'm and I typed in is Joe Biden, the president, and you know the New York Times says he is. I'm um, looking at CNN. They say he is, and like for all the listeners, I'm I'm with you. I'm just as like, what the fuck is going on right now? Because I'm hearing all I'm I'm hearing all these verified, you know, quote unquote mainstream media outlets saying, claiming that president uh, that we have a new 46 president, which is Joe Biden. He's beat Donald Trump, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. But then, you know, you see the New York Times post that tweet, and then you know you guys are saying what you're saying. And, and then obviously people who are pro-Trump saying what they're saying, there's so much confusion. And I've never been in a time where there's been this much controversy around, you know, who's going to be the leader of of this free world. And, it, and, it, and it's just like, it really shows you, it really shows you the, um, the irresponsible nature of our media outlets. I mean, even before this they just lie and manipulate and prey on people's fears to get them to think a certain way to get them to think a certain way and it's just like um we have to look at our media as well right i'm sorry i kind of i kind of threw it off with that long tangent but it's just it's <laughs> it's just i mean i'm 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 so fucking confused right now though
1: yeah i mean one thing i can definitely say is that you know i cannot express how much African Americans are they scapegoats because mm. uh, you know you'll see people send you know texts of you know they'll they'll send you these forwarded texts talking about you know let me let me find one of them um they'll send you a forwarded text saying you know uh, hey I'll receive this today please be hyper vigilant and safe. Share with your circles. We need to put this message out ASAP. The NAACP has received credible information that some neo-Nazis and white supremacist groups have intentions happening this weekend. As a part of the uh, initiation, it is said that they will be looking to snatch black men and boys and hang them, shoot them, torture them, and kill them. So please spread the word. Do not let your sons go out alone. Pay attention to your surroundings. If you made Friends with someone recently? Do not be gullible, naive. They may have another motive. Be cautious. Stay prayed up. Only travel in pairs, and even then, pay attention. If your car is hit by a truck or a van, don't be quick to jump out. Pay attention. Women also be alert. The rumor is that they will sneak men. Uh, they will seek men, but we know that at some point, anyone will do. Be careful. Pass it on. Share, share, share. The fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: bro. I saw that too. Uh uh Umar Dr. Umar Johnson posted that too. I was like, What?
1: Huh? Like basically they're just trying to scare whites. I mean, scare blacks, right? They're trying to get us to be afraid of of white people and to assume that, oh yeah, this is like a big race thing. This is what this is really about. They're really trying to push this. And it's just like, if you all just stop watching TV, got off of the internet. We interact with, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've interacted with each other all day, right? So we're just assuming that, oh, they're secretly racist. Well, shit. I mean, we've seen these people, these same people all year and they haven't done anything, but we're just assuming they have bad intentions. Like, you know, I interact with white people all the time. I interact with Americans all day, right? And I have not felt a, a, a glimpse of what I supposedly should be feeling. And I don't know if you all can relate, but it's literally the only reason why it's maybe been tense this year is because of the fear that the media has caused, whether it's been about the election or COVID. Yeah.
2: And y- yeah. Uh,
0: go go ahead, to-
1: Regis. No, you got it.
2: Oh, uh, so Yeah, so, you know, back to the quick point of what the light skinned chick was she was saying is like, you know, black people have become again the scapegoat, and they have become the scapegoat because, you know, the four, again, the four key states, Pennsylvania, basically where the high concentration of, of blacks are, you know, if if the votes recount, you know, blacks are going to be blamed again. Oh, you lost the election for us, you lost the election for Biden, Biden was going to save you, you know, this, this, this is is that. And let's not forget Biden said uh, when he was VP under in 2012 when Mitt Romney was running, Biden said, you know, if you vote for Romney, you're going to be in shackles again. Like, who the fuck says that, bro? <laughs> who says that, man? man? So it's black people, the black community needs to realize that they need to have, we need to have a seat at the table because, you know, the media, the Democratic Party, you know, look at what's happening with Ice Cube. Ice Cube literally said, hey, man, I'm going to choose whatever party is willing to talk about economic issues within our community. Dude, Ice Cube is from the Compton, dude. He literally was a part of a gang, dude. So he's just trying to create inner wealth for his for his community. And same thing with Lil Wayne, but you're going to patronize him? The dude says, hey, whoever's willing to listen, we can talk business. We're here to talk numbers, man. We're because money doesn't see color, man. It just it just knows how to spend and, and, and invest and save. Okay. So,
1: go ahead.
0: Okay, I I definitely feel the people on the Lil Wayne thing because Lil Wayne has also said some fuck shit too about um, him never witnessing racism or something like that and um, saying that racism doesn't exist. Um, but as far as like with Ice Cube man i i agree with you as far as we we as a community as a black community we have to wake up and realize that look we're being patronized right now they're undermining our intelligence when the, when joe biden says stupid shit like if you don't vote democrat you're not black like that's that's insulting <laughs> you know there's there's no joke about it and we have to we have to join and unify together you know, and, and get the boots on the ground and begin to rally and and reallocate all the resources back into the community, so we can become a force to reckon with, and we can have our own thing going. Like, isn't Puff Daddy creating his own political uh, party? It's like a black yeah, something. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The it's the Black political party, and the and the whole the whole thesis of it is to have a seat when it comes to making major decisions within community, which makes sense, right? Um, yeah, so uh, that's all I got to say about that.
1: Oh, I got something to add. You know, plus it just shows goes to show that if you're Black, you cannot have an opinion. You have to vote Democratic, right? Yeah. Like, when they say vote or die, they're not talking about vote for Trump <laughs> or vote for anybody outside of the Democratic Party, right? Like, if you voted for if you voted for Kanye, oh, they hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you <laughs> voted for any other person besides Trump or Biden, really fuck it. I don't see anybody that supports Trump saying, you know, oh, don't vote for Kanye. It's a waste of a vote. It, you Biden's gonna win. All I hear is people saying, Oh, that's just, you know, if you vote for anybody else than Biden, it's a vote for Trump. Like what? There's a whole ballot of people that, you know, if they receive a vote, they deserve a vote. You know, it's like, you can't just try to funnel everybody to the people that you want to elect. And the fact is, the only reason why we only see these two people is because I guess they have the most money, but it's still just like, you know, if somebody earns a vote, they earn a vote. Like, you can't just say, you know, oh, that was a waste of a vote. What? Like, I can't have an opinion outside of, you know, I guess what's being projected on me. That's, you know, uh, it just kind of shows like it's literally right in our face, how the system is fucked, but people are very willfully ignorant and blind for convenience. Right. Because at the end of the day, you know, what most black people are probably thinking is, you know, um, You know, the whole Trump, based off of how the news made him feel, it made him feel that Trump brought back racism, the old school racism. And so we want get out racism. We want under the table racism. You know, don't be racist in my face, but, you know, make laws to lock me up in private.
0: And and that's why I really why. love the idea of um, what Malcolm X was saying and uh, the late great uh, Marcus Garvey. You know, I, I really do think that the only person who can take care of the Black community is a Black person. We we we, we really have to um, separate ourselves, and I don't mean yeah, like to segregate to segregate or whatever, but have our own schools, have our own programs. You know, teach our own history uh, to our youth and 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 create a society that works for us because i'm tired of having you know a white a white person telling me who i should be voting for or you know a white infrastructure trying to influence me and my people on what we need to do because it's again it's like that insulting it's insulting our, our intelligence. And at this point, like you said, Brian, I think it's so transparent that this system is out of date and it needs to be revamped. Like this is the most obvious that, um, that, that it can be right now. I mean, I, I really feel like we have a decision to make in the upcoming years. Are we going to continue to live in this overconsumptuous, uh, materialistic, ego driven, Uh, type society uh, or are we going to transition into more of a uh, spiritual utopia Um, and obviously nothing's going to be perfect but if we if we begin to make that transition on the spiritual side I believe a lot of this shit that's holding us back right now uh, as as far as like the 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 egotism and the racism and all that stuff will be cut out it's cancerous for not not only Blacks or whites, but for the whole human humanity.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I want to add, you know, don't confuse a Black face with Black power or Black interests, you know? And that's what we saw with Obama, and that's what, we, that's what we're pretty much seeing with Kamala Harris. And, you know, also, what I want to say is in the bigger picture, right? Like, um, you know, for a lot of people, they, you like, I would say as a minority or that is, you really don't, for your most part, have a sense of self identity or your own beliefs, right? Like we've been uh, indoctrinated in a world that tells us from birth spiritually, intellectually, um, physically, that the standard is white, whether it be in schools, whether it be religion and from the point of beauty. So for most, they're trying to attain that goal of being like the master. Right. That's why people looked up to Obama is because, you know, he showed that a black man could fill that space. But for the most part, you know, I guess some saw him as not black enough at first. Right. And, you know, it's that that constant comparison of comparing of seeing us as blacks um as starting from slavery. Right. We have no sense of self. Like we've been taught that this is where we started from. This is basically starting from slavery. They never take it back before then of who we really were, people of integrity, people of, you know, intellect, people of, you know, high esteem, Mm -hmm. right? They start everything off from the perspective of slavery. We've had a master, we've been colonized. And that's really any black or brown person, right? Because if you're Spanish, you just had a Spanish-speaking master, right? Right. If you're Haitian, you just had a French-speaking master. Um, And so, technically, we're all Black. We just had a different master. And so, coming from that perspective, all all we're being reinforced is we started from slavery and we started as savages when that was not the case. And so, there are people that are stuck in this system that believe, you know, Um, it's beneficial to see a black face uh, as the slave master, right? In the master's house, right? In the White House. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a corporation in a sense, right? Countries have kings and queens. Corporations have presidents and vice presidents. It's a a managerial job. Right, pretty much. You're just the face of what's going on, right? You're in and out in four year or eight or less years, you know. Um, and you know, you're being funded and told what to do. You know, when Obama's first day in office, they gave him a cell phone, you know, it was like a company cell phone, right? So it kind of show goes to show that, you know, there's somebody above him that he has to answer to. And we cannot confuse that. And I feel like, you know, a lot of, um, you know, this topic may go over a lot of people's heads as far as like, well, you know, who are they or this and that, you know, but it's more so understanding that, you know, if this is a chess game, you know, the people on the street, the people that are very fanatic about right or left are pawns in the chess game. People that are very emotionally involved for no reason, you're just a pawn in the chess game you're the card that people can play they can count on you to act up they can count on you to um act on your emotions and be emotionally irresponsible right um they can count on you to um you know be mad at what they tell you to be mad so you know it's really just using well one just understanding what you are you know what i'm saying you're a human being you know you're you were you are the hot form of god's creation right you have your own free will you have your own choice to choose you don't have to go like you know in certain cases it's like with say with a with a maybe with a uh, with a geek right i guess and a and a jerk right the jerk, you know where he's going to stand on certain instances. You know what he's going to do, right? Regardless of who is in the room, he's going to be a dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the the nerd or the geek, you know, with maybe like a low self-confidence, depending on who's in the room, they might agree on certain things differently. You know, depending on who he's sitting by, he might raise or put his hand down. That person you can't really trust because you don't know how they're going to react. And I feel like that is what's kind of happened to, uh, you know, society maybe or America or even, you know, black community. We have no sense of self, no self-confidence. And so we're easily, you know, we don't, it's like you can easily be uh, misguided, right? Just because your favorite celebrity, you know. I don't. Who, no, these people wouldn't even cheat off a Cardi B test. yet they follow her political advice. You know, like you'll see all these celebrities that have pretty much been bought. Like, you know, not to discredit LeBron, but at the end of the day, like I'm, co- I'm, you know, I'm cognitive to understand that. Hey, man, like Nike bought you for a billion dollars. What can you do that's worth a billion dollars? This is bigger than basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of got to say the right thing. You got to go with the status quo now. You've literally been bought. And so a lot of these celebrities, you know, it's like, you you know, even people, personalities, right, on the radio, on TV, like, you've literally been bought. They can can make or break you. They can tear you down or build you up. And so it's like, you really have to kind of go with the status quo or they can destroy your image.
0: One hundred percent, and that's why uh, things like podcasting has, I think, blew up because it's something that you know really isn't controlled, especially if you're, you know, someone who doesn't have like a huge sponsorship or anything. Um, and and I think it's important that we do, as a people, uh, keep in mind that <laughs> we can't let the government get too big. And and somehow it seems like we're losing our seat at the table on dictating where the nation goes. It's almost as if we're becoming like the uh, the little brother, where they're talking down to us, and and now we're following the direction. And remember, we do not want to end up like that. We want to keep our rights. We want to keep our our freedom, uh, so we can continue to live in a uh, you know a free country. And so, um, what do you think? What do you think? we go as far as like an economy too, because it seems like the pandemic has caused a lot of different things to happen. And then of course we have the whole election, but I think the, I think the economy is something that's been swept under the rug as far as do we go cashless, you know, are we going to go cashless? And then as far as like what's going to happen to all these people who are on the cusp of unemployment,
2: Um, yes, uh, we're already seeing that we're going cashless, right? Um, well, we've been going cashless for, you know, a few years now, ever since, you know, Apple has come out with Apple Pay and Samsung and Google Pay, and and we've had the ability to transfer money using a phone instead of, you know, carrying cash and say, hey, man, can you swap me a 10, right? So, you know, the pandemic, which... get into later um, is the catalyst for going to cash society right so if you go into any store you're going to see a sign that says due to a national coin shortage you know we don't have much cash on premise right Um, I don't know about that but that's the route we're going and there's an actual paper out um, through the IBS uh, which is called the International Bank of Settlements. So basically what they do is, you know, they're the ones who talk about what are central banks in the world? What what direction are they going to, right? So I wrote some notes here. And basically what they talked about, this paper um, talks about, you know, them doing survey research on central banks that want to introduce their own central bank digital currency, or CBDC, right? So mm. America is behind right now when it comes to creating their own digital currency, right? We we saw China who launched their own digital wand. We're seeing the euro being launched, and we're also seeing other central banks launching their own digital currency. Why? Because they want to be away from the reserve status, which is the U.S. dollar, right? Um, amongst, you know, the the less technical difficulties of, of cash, especially when you're a third world country, right? And you don't have access to develop a structure. However, you do have access to a phone and some type of decent interconnection. It's easier to store your, you know, your your currency in a digital wallet, right? So a couple of quick facts uh, about CBDCs, right? So over uh, 50% um, are actually interested. Uh, when I say people i mean you know central banks are interested in uh transitioning to a digital currency right um and then you know from like 2017 to 2019 we saw like an increase by 20 23 percent of central banks say hey you know said, being in a digital currency doesn't sound like a too bad of an idea right um so <clears throat> they believe that you know uh, cbdc is a complement to you know the native currency right they're not saying that it's going to be completely eliminated but i think it serves as a complement right so essentially that you know you would have this token based variant which would be the token and then you would have some type of cash and that can how it works uh you know either way but the the digital dollar was going to be introduced. Uh, in the U S when the first round of stimulus checks were, you know, being implemented, but they took it out. But, um, you know, to be honest with you, I think it's just another form of control because once you have something on a blockchain, you can see what everyone's doing. Um, So I think, I think that's
1: where we're at right now. Nice. Yeah. um, And I definitely agree with that. I, um, uh, you know, looking at it, we, I mean, there's, a, there's been a lot, I mean, it's pretty much been a, a roadmap to this whole year. Uh, looking at, um, the IMF meetings from 2014 to now looking at, you know, um, the who, um, the federal reserve minutes meetings, FOMC meetings, um, just paying attention to these private entities that are world powers, the UN, but they've been meeting about Davos uh, meetings. They've been talking about, you know, a, a global reset, right? And what does that mean, right? So when we look at the UN, WHO, the IMF, you know, the Federal Reserve, all of these are privately funded entities, global entities, right? And that literally is the new world order, right? The one world government. These are private entities that are able to make decisions for countries across borders, right? So the WHO, you know, told us, hey, COVID lockdown seemed necessary, blah, blah, blah um it's just like they extend across borders and and have the power to make decisions for us right federal reserve as well literally owns countries because they are the lenders and buyers of last resort so we you know covid came we had to get their help to give us money which means we're indebted to the federal reserve this happens to other countries around the world and it's like what (laughs) <laughs> and so when we look at, you know, what we have with COVID, this is the perfect storm, right? Because anything could happen in the financials and you know, we would have to blame COVID. You know, you look at under you look at the employment rates, you look at the money velocity. They killed the money velocity, so not much money is circulating. They've killed jobs, right? And if we go under another lockdown, you know, industries will not recover. And so we'll permanently need some type of, you know, UBI or stimulus on top of automation, which is coming, right? And this further accelerates automation, right? People are germy, right? A, a robot as a waiter, you, might, you know, self-driving Uber, self-driving trucks, um, self-driving planes, you know, um, all these things that pretty much accommodate for all autonomization right you know no need to leave your house you work from home um you know we can just bring everything to you you know um and you know looking at i think race is probably going to talk about operation lockstep but you know as far as uh you know the financial industry it's all going digital you know and with the (coughs) CDs, central bank uh crypto you know currencies or currencies um you know, this past week, um, Bitcoin, right, a wallet that had, you know, a couple, you know, billion dollars worth of Bitcoin in it that was seed. So the wallet came from when Silk Road was shut down and the the feds or whoever seized the Bitcoins from Silk Road. They've been holding on to it right but this week they moved or sold some of their currency into the market so that means they're profiting off of this which means that you know bitcoin itself and cryptocurrencies i probably said this before but it didn't just come from you know somebody with you know bad acne and a gut over their computer typing up code you know this you know the the nsa have been working on crypto currencies for, for years, right. And for Bitcoin to come right after the financial crisis of 2008 and the crash and Lehman brothers, um, you know, it is all, it's too convenient. And so looking at where we are now in 2020 and seeing, you know, the, the roadmaps that they've already written out going into 2030, that's only 10 years from now, right. 10 years ago from today, Instagram wasn't even here. Snapchat wasn't even, Uber wasn't even here. Airbnb wasn't even here. And so it's only going to accelerate, right? So, you know, in less than 10 years, there are going to be drones or self-driving cars delivering things, right? You know, Tesla has cars, but, you know, it's really a data company, right? Teach It's, it's teaching itself how to be a self-driving car company right? From taking the data of its own customers driving to implement that into helping it for pre- you know, progress into that type of field. So, um, you know, we're moving into that digital, you know, um, we're already, you know, the coin shortage that was convenient as well. And so, um, you know, we really have to rethink finances. And, and why do I say that is Because, you know, this week as well, Pfizer came out with a magic vaccine. After even Trump called, he was saying, they're trying to be political. They're going to have vaccine, you know, after the election, before the new year. They called him crazy. They get the vaccine, Pfizer's stock pumps, right? What is, what do the, the stockholders or the shareholders of Pfizer uh, they take profit and sell their shares and make $60 million. So, um, I mean, we already have uh, the evaluation of the dollar coming. Technically, the dollar has been used as a, as a weapon um, to, you know, hurt current other countries for trade or for... Uh, uh, you know
2: we, we, uh, we call those dollar swap lines
1: right right heard them through the dollar swap line and so technically you know this is the perfect time if you wanted to is to get off the, the dollar standard which is you know um easy to do with and a digital currency so um you know that that even fits to the whole point of what ripple is about. SRP is to facilitate central bank transactions and things of that nature. And if they're using their own digital bank currencies, they're probably going to need an intermediary as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean, things look bright. I mean, you know, right now it's, you know, Veterans Day, November 11th, 2020. Um, You know, going to 2021, crypto is going to have, it's going to it's going to the moon. <laughs> and
0: so on and so Ooh. forth. So Yeah. Shout out to the Daily Currency. We've been saying that on there. Um Facts. You know, uh, fr- from a uh I wanna go back to like a technological uh viewpoint. Uh, when we talk about the automation and how China has literally cleared out land to create cities where they have these cars driving themselves and collecting data cuz data is the you know new gold for AI is, is this all running off of the 5G network is this why they they're yeah. impl- rolling out the 5G
1: Yeah. um, So those, I mean, that's those cities, that example is literally pretty much like if anybody's interested in black mirror, that's what that is. I mean, it's pretty much a city ran by, you know, facial recognition, you know, AI. And so they don't even need police, you know, the AI polices them themselves, right? Say you run a red light, automatic, you know, the fine is taken out of your bank account. You know, you jaywalk. The ticket comes straight out of your bank account. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you you won't act up because it's instant right there. You know what I mean? And so that's pretty uh scary. Yeah, social credits. Um, actually, that's,
2: that's, well, fuck it. Um, yeah, so Black, Black Mirror, social credits, which, you know, talking about Operation Lockstep and... Yeah, you know, definitely can go into that. Um before that, you know, do you want to expand anything on anything?
0: No. Um,
1: all I would say is um <laughs> definitely invest in crypto. um uh, gold. But yeah, gold and just hard hard asset, right? Um, you know, I I've uh, said this a little well, I was broken this down, but really, you know, what is Investing, right? It's understanding value. That's all you're doing, right? And what I mean by understanding value is, in the simplest terms, hey, knowing if something is overvalued or undervalued. You know, if somebody knocks on your door and says, "Hey, I'm selling," you know, my Rolex for a hundred dollars. You're either going to think that you know something wrong with the Rolex. Or this guy really needs a (laughs) hundred. And so from that point, you know, that Rolex is worth maybe $20,000 and you're about to get it for a hundred. Do you buy that or let it pass you by? No, you probably buy it and get the profit from it. Right. And resell it all the way around. Right. You see somebody trying to sell a roll of toilet paper, right. For $50. You know that's overvalued you're not gonna buy that right but if somebody offers to buy you know say you got an empty water bottle if somebody offers to buy empty water for 250 dollars oh yeah you're gonna sell that they definitely are overpricing that and so that's all you're doing regardless if it's stocks cryptos anything but you just have to understand what the value of something is it's really not that complicated, right? It could be, you could know the value of, you know, a trading card, you can know the value of clothing, you can know the value of a property, you can know the value of, you know, labor, right? Like, if I know that, it's almost like when you're going shopping, right? I saw you're doing, I'm shopping for stocks, I'm shopping for property, I'm shopping for anything. It's like, why would I, you know, why would I go to Target to buy some, buy any, you know, buy, um, paper towels or toothbrush and toothpaste Well, I can go to the dollar store and get that for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty much that whole, um, uh, understanding that, you know, <laughs> Jim Kramer, uh, full of shit, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, um, uh, any talking head on tv is probably shit. they're probably trying to sell you on why you're missing out and why you should get in time to buy this and that but if you don't know why you're buying what you're buying or you don't know what is valued at what is valued at you should not be invested you wouldn't buy it right you don't have any uh you know that's not in your realm of um you know um understanding you know competency it's not your your range of competency you really only want to invest your money in things that you're competent in um so uh and that doesn't mean like oh well i'm only competent in you know whatever it's like you may have to read up on you know further expand your expand your uh knowledge a lot of people are going to be you know dead in the water um because, you know, certain instances like this, how we just took it from the, the, the landscape of politics into the financial markets, you wouldn't even know that these two things are happening at the same time. And what's more important, your pockets or, you know, uh, this political, you know, circus, right? This entertainment,
0: <laughs> well, i didn't mean to do the dramatic. Nah, it's like there's a delay. Yo, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, bad, bad, bet. Yeah, I was, I was gonna go off of that, and then also, I mean, we we were talking about surveillance state, like that's that's on the brink as well. Like mm-hmm. it, when you, when you think of, um, you know, uh, always being tracked. You know, that is always being collected. Like, you're always being videotaped. Like, that's some scary shit, man. I mean, you, we're literally going to be in a position where we can't do anything. And how's that going to go? So it's like, there's so many things that are underneath the surface bubbling. and But yet we're being entertained by, like, complete bullshit. Shit that doesn't really matter. And it's like, it's this... What they're doing is playing on people's emotions and fears, and they've gotten people completely off track and distracted and focusing on, you know, all the shit that really, really doesn't matter at the end of the day. extra right. So, uh, Regis, you're about to get into, um, into what you're about to get to. And I can't wait to you, uh. Break down Operation Lockstep because that w- isn't that with the uh Rothschilds and what and what they have uh plan.
2: Yeah, man. So this is actually this was actually a very difficult. It was very difficult to find on the internet. I had to I had to use the Tor uh, Brave browser. Shout to Brave browser, man. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I had to go deep in. I had to go deep in the murky waters, man. So, basically, dude, I was actually able to find a summarization of the whole article. Uh, So, basically, this was released by the Rockefeller Foundation in 2010. that basically outlined the goal of having a pandemic in order to have absolute power and to essentially replicate the black mirror, right? What we call predictive programming. And if you want to know more about predictive programming, check out our episode about predictive programming here on Conscious Experience. So the idea of the plan is to create or to influence the minds of people by introducing a very contagious below mortality rate virus in order to instill fear into people. Does that sound familiar, right? So, you know, right now, what, we have about 200,000 deaths right now. So low mortality, but yet people are afraid, right? The next step is to create, you know, the surveillance, the surveillance state, right? So essentially creating what's called social credit status, right? So if you're, you know, not abiding by the rules, you know, your social credits are taken away from you. Therefore, you can't buy groceries, you can't travel, you can't do any of this, right? But if you obey... You follow the rules, your social credit status goes up, right? So, and really the last thing is introducing the Microsoft Patent 0606, which introduces the biochip that's going to be implemented to your body. And of course, you can't do anything, right, without having this chip, right? This chip, i.e. the vaccine, is basically saying that hey i'm vaccinated therefore i can you know you know go to you know my friend's house or i can go out or i can do this and this and that actually if you guys haven't watched the trailer dude you need to watch the trailer of uh it's called songbird i think it was the same song that the uh what was her name jennifer lawrence was singing in um Uh, what was it Uh, either the hunger games or divergent so basically this trailer talks it shows that the coronavirus has mutated to like COVID 25 everybody's on lockdown it's like the 630th week of lockdown and people are at a point where you know they're wearing bracelets that basically you know show if they're immune or not and you know people get like tested like every hour and if you fail the test the the CDC, whatever you want to call them, shows up your door and essentially eliminates you, or, or takes you to some type of fucking quarantine camp.
0: Jesus so, Christ, yeah, bro.
2: <laughs> so I think that it's called Songbird. It's, it's 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 literally coming out in theaters. Dude. It's like predictive program at its finest, dude. Like this is what's gonna happen, uh, you know, if shutdowns continue and everything. Um, so yeah, man, that's the goal, dude. The goal is to create an a utopian society where everyone obeys. And you cannot do anything, A, unless you get vaccinated, and B, you follow the rules. And what we're actually seeing in China right now, Um, I think they even did a 60-minute special where, you know, the kids, you know, they're going back to school and everything, and they wear these headbands. And, you know, these headbands literally tell the teacher and the parents what's going on. So, if you're slacking off, the headband turns like a different color, like blue, for instance, right? So, the the teacher, literally, the, not the t- the teacher and the parent, literally gets a notification that you're slacking off. So you know if you're paying attention, it's green. You're good to go. You're paying attention. You're listening to the instructor. All that. But as soon as you fuck up, it the, the literally the parent gets notified saying, "Hey, why were you slacking off in school?" Um, yeah, and 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 Singapore Singapore has had this for a very long time. Um, but there's a reason why they have zero crime rate. Um, it's because you know everybody gets tracked through face camera surveillance. So if you're caught jaywalking, you get a fine. If you know if you steal something, you're gonna you're gonna get caught in less than twenty seconds, seconds because you're everywhere. Um, so Asia is the Project Model 1984 Outlook. If the left gets its way.
0: Uh, here in America, so that's the genesis of Operation Lockstep. It's total control. And where can people like find this? Because like this is totally creeping me out. And I mean, I'm sure the listeners are going to want to, you know, look at the evidence and, and the facts. Like, where can they find this? I mean, is this documented? Is is this something that was said out of one of the Rothschilds' uh, mouth?
2: Well, the the report that I saw was a summary of, of the report itself because the the report it, it, it's 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 hard to find because either A it was taken down or B like you really have to search for it. Um, I was lucky to find the like the the Cliff Notes version of it, but you can literally just want like I said we we talk about predictive programming on here before you can literally watch Black Mirror or Again, watch that trailer called Songbor- Songbird, and, and and see what's going on. You know, people thought, "Oh man, Black Mirror—it's a great show." But when you start watching it, you're like, uh, "This is happening right now." I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's called predictive program. It's the same thing with Mr. Robot, right? The current, the the whole financial system crashes. Now we switch to using digital currency. Again, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go through that, right? The Dark Army, aka China, takes over, runs everyone, it runs everything. FBI, everyone—it's—it's—it's it's, it's happening right now. These are all shows that are telling you what is happening and what is going to happen. Um, so I, I urge the listeners to pay attention to what's going on, to really think about it. Like, uh, this doesn't make sense. Like, why are we doing this? Why are we conforming to, the, conforming to these principles? Uh, yeah, so that's my best advice I can give them.
0: Mm. And and as far as like the, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, go Oh,
1: I was just gonna say, um, um, you one, you know, also in uh in accordance with uh lockstep, there also is event two hundred one that people can go mm. where they base John Hopkins Center of Health uh, partnered with the World Economic Forum. And the Bill Gates, or Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they basically uh, did a simulation of an outbreak of a coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to the people that eventually becomes, you know, uh, that eventually became transmittable. And they did a simulation if it were to have, uh, they had the outbreak or spread in New York and how that would look and what they would do. And they pretty much... You know, damn near made it into a movie where they pretty much had like uh, actors play government officials, governors, things like that, and what they would do. And this was all right before the pandemic happened, um, which is very, you know, convenient. Um, and then I believe for Operation Lockstep, um, I'm actually looking it up right now. It... Uh, what it brought me to was a a Rockefeller Foundation annual report twenty ten, um, where I believe they mentioned it. I'm just like through it. You know, basically the World Economic Forum, the IMF, the Rockefeller Foundation, who the UN, um, that the those private entities are the new world order, right? Those are the that's the new normal. This is the great reset. You know, it's all one thing because um, these parties are all involved with each other. You know, who is funded by Bill Gates, China, um, you know, George Soros, just a whole bunch of private, entities. Um, the Rockefellers. You know, you look at the Federal Reserve is owned by three, I think thirteen private entities. Um, so it's like they all have their it's the same hands moving. You know. Uh, the bowls around, so yeah, it's pretty uh pretty crazy. I mean, even with the uh the global warming um, uh, team as well, um, so yeah, it's pretty uh pretty crazy.
0: So what is what is motivating these guys? Like, is it is it based on like eugenics? You know, depopulating the world. Is it out of pure hatred? Like, why are why are these people, uh, you know, testing COVID on animals and trying to get them to, like, wh- what is this, what is all of this for? What's the end game?
1: I can tell you that uh, the answer wouldn't be good enough.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, the answer would not be good enough. Like, you know, it, it's kind of like, You know, that's like asking somebody, you know, why did you rape me? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, why did you, you know, uh, kill my, kill my family? You know, the answer wouldn't be good enough. Yo. Yo.
0: Yo. Okay. Sorry, there's a little delay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, that's I mean, it's crazy though, man. It's just I don't know, man. I really don't know. I mean, this is, it just seems like in my twenty four years of living, I've n- I've never witnessed anything as crazy as what's going on right now. Yeah, I man. So also sure.
1: think about it, like throughout history, right? Like you know. Hitler's plan was probably crazy, right? But he didn't just it didn't just happen overnight. Or even the genocide of
2: uh Armenians.
1: Armenians, or just the, the genocide of indigenous people, right? The way they the way it was a plan to colonize Africa. It was a plan to uh, you know, massacre the Indians in the Aztecs, you know, like, you know, it was a plan to see, you know, after how long could we, you know, um, I guess, discolor, you know, the, you know, black and brown people, you know, like, it all happens over time, um, and it's really a plan, you know, it's like, um, one of the best ways to describe it is, you know, people always say, like, you know, how could this big, how could a big conspiracy um, exist? There's so many moving parts, somebody would tell what well, would be happening. But if we're all willingly participating in our own demise and we've been educated, you know what I mean? It's like the norm is the conspiracy at that point, right? Like we're all actively participating in our own demon If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Like yeah. we're being taught the same stuff. So, you know, whether it be about global warming or how people, you know, even with the election, you know, all these things, it's like, um, you know, we were all taught that Santa Claus was real, right? So when one person says, yo, Santa Claus isn't real, Everybody says you're crazy. Well, you but you know you about to get cold in your stock.
0: Yo. Yo.
1: You, everything's all good? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah.
0: All right, Regus. Yep. All right, perfect. Yeah, no. I mean it's it's like it's and and I feel like everybody's so d- divided like where do we go as a people? As far as like Kim this is something that we can stop though, right? Is this something that we can fight? You know, I hear people say drain the swamp. You know, I or I also, you know, hear people being super patriotic and, you know, willing to put their lives on the line to save the values of this country. But when you have things like AI integrating societies and elevating, you know, their power through surveillance and stuff like that, it's almost like if we don't keep up with what's going on in the surrounding places, we're going to get left behind. I mean, well
2: the the first thing I would say is that what I which I wrote about this article is that people complain about these elected officials but yet they still give them power so why aren't you questioning your the constituents that you put into office right that's the whole purpose of democracy right where a group of collective people vote for the same person ie a tribe so if you want to see results, treat it like a business, right? We give NFL coaches what three years, right? to To perform for the team. And if the team is not if the team is not winning, right, what happens to the coach? They get fired, right? So why aren't we doing that to, the, to to Congress and stuff? Why are we saying like, hey, um, you know, we we you know we elected you for either two years or four years, you know. This is what you've done. It's not sufficient. It's not a measurement of what we're looking for, right? You said you're gonna help me lower my taxes. You said you're gonna do that. You said you're gonna do this. And then and then fire them. Obviously, I'm speaking in a very, very positive theory, right? Because, you know, more than likely it's not gonna happen because of special interest and everything, right? But the idea is that you should be questioning elected officials right and what they do and, and how they perform right um like i said we deal with everything else right if 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 i if i was an NFL coach and i was doing this i would get fired right on the spot or i'll get fired the next year so we should be doing the same thing i think people should be questioning everything i should people should you know should, should not be divisive right people should you know come together right because at the end of the day we're all going to be dead <laughs> and 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 really try to solve issues, right? That's how you win. That's how you win the game. Is when you come together. The minute you start, you know, pointing fingers and and and, and you know, involve you know prejudice and racism, that's when you start losing. That's when you start losing the chess game. This is just a huge big chess game, and right now we're losing.
0: Well said, and, and on this platform, man, I, I really. I mean, we stand for consciousness and I I think that's part of becoming a conscious human being, realizing that, you know, there is a real divide and conquer tactic that's working on us. And and instead of being pawns in this chess game, we really have to upgrade ourselves and and upgrade our conscious and flip the chessboard over and say, here's the new game, bitch. You know what I'm saying, like, listen to us. You guys can't fucking control everything and have these special interest groups where you're influencing, you know, uh, politicians who are going to lead the country to do whatever you, you want because it 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 uh, helps your business or your corporation. And um, it's like I said, man. I I believe that the in 2020 there hasn't been more of a transparent time than now that this system is it's crumbling like the system doesn't work you know it's been manipulated it's been abused uh politicians have been corrupt for a very very long time and and it's time to revamp it or change it of a whole so yeah oh, sure <laughs> like that yeah, yeah. Um. You guys got anything else to say?
1: Um, shit, man. I feel like at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you change the world by your example, not your opinion. Um, and you know that, uh, uh hmm. I feel like a lot of this information or whatever can be very overwhelming. And um hmm. and I really feel like you know, for the most part, you know, it's easy to be willfully blind, easy to for some people to go to a seminar or go to church, right? And hear the message, right? Feel very motivated. And by the time Monday comes, they're already drained, right? And they need that uh, that fill again, right? They need to be motivated just to make it through the week. Um, but it's more so about, you know, taking the information and acting on it and not re- maybe getting lulled to sleep, you know? Staying up on things that really matter because you can help your your friends and family or those who may listen to find, you know, like minded individuals that see these problems or events that we've just mentioned as, you know, as bleak as it may sound, more so as opportunities because it's gonna happen anyway. And they always have, right? You gotta gotta understand where you are on the chessboard, right? And try to leave maybe your offspring or your circle at a better at a higher position you know i'm saying next go around and continue that you know that cycle um until the game is over i guess right Fun of it um also you know jungle rules apply you know um for those of you that will understand this but sometimes you gotta let you know the snakes eat the rats and the vultures eat the snakes And by that, you know, it really just means that, uh, you know, you got to, it'll kind of sort itself out in a sense if you just play your role, you know, like the, the pawns will always get slapped. Like, um, In an instance, right, if, if, uh, if somebody's listening really wants to take to the streets or, you know, really make a ruckus of it, you know, that's what they damn near want you to do because then they know I right? When we have the biggest defense budget, we you know, we are the military of you know, so they getting paid for nothing sitting around. So they kinda want you to kinda, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like cover it's like covering or guarding somebody really uh physical in basketball or football. They want you to try to get physical with them or tell them 'cause that's their strength. So they know they can beat you like that, right? Or it's like you know you're trying to cover somebody that's fast. They want you to try to run with them. You know what I'm saying? They may not want you to be physical. So it's just understanding that as well. And uh, you know, cooler heads will prevail. Um, and you know, just being a being the person that'll that'll plan the bank rock, not participate in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't be the runner.
0: Yeah. Be
1: the be the guy. You know. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and i and leave this off on a positive note. I mean, I know we went, all this stuff is very complex and it's a an array of different things, but it all ties together at the end of the day. Um, kind of like Rega said, I mean, do your part. And, you know, and for me, uh, you know, cha- changing myself, things that I can control, the way I react, how nice am I, am a nice person, am I mean? Um, you know, at the end of the day, the only thing you can control is internal and all things that we talked about is external. These things are going to happen if you like it or not. You just got to kind of adapt with the times and, you know, pray for the best. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, it's what you can really control. And that, that is something very on the individual level and something that you have to look to as far as internal factors. regis right. you got anything to say
2: uh no nah, man uh you guys hit it perfectly on the head man um like you just said man just gotta do your part man it's why we live in a free country
0: for sure and uh peace be on you guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode episode 53 i believe. Um. And uh it's always a pleasure to do these. I love this. We'll be back next week with some more. Task yes. force. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll probably do another one of these. Um, but yeah, for sure. Uh love you guys. See ya. Bam.